Gutter Trash, episode 162, Conan the Barbarian. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. And to be clear, this is not the original Conan the Barbarian. This is the new one. The one from, is this uh, 2011? 2011. Okay. Last year. Wow, that was last year. <clears throat> we gonna we going to do these jokes all night? <laughs> I don't know. No, I know it. It seriously, like, kind of just hit me that that was last year. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you. It is, uh, well, technically now, it's, uh, January 2nd, but, uh... Just barely. Just barely. We we started doing the show January 1st. Wow. I know we did. At least you came over on January 1st. <laughs> it's a late night record. This is our, yeah, this is one of our later recordings, yeah, I believe. Yeah. It's uh, after midnight. Very rare one, yeah. Uh, I think Miller's Crossing is still probably the latest episode we've ever done. Oh, yeah? Is yeah. that like a... Three in the morning. Really? <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with us? Uh, we're dumb. Yeah. Uh, of yeah. course, you know, I have a day off tomorrow. I'm probably going to stay up till five anyway, so. Oh, I forget. You had tomorrow off. Yeah. I thought you were just being super crazy. No, this is, this is why we're doing it. Okay. Because okay. I don't have to work. Uh-huh. Uh, otherwise we, if we did it tomorrow, then, uh, then I'd be screwed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I get a 10 hour day tomorrow. Hey. But, uh, but, uh, the earliest I have to get up is like 8.30, so. Yeah, I'm you're fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you do anything. I know. <laughs> I just dole out the magic cards all day. <laughs> and sell the Conan comics. We Ooh. Have, you know, we did actually just pick up a, like a run of old, uh, Barry Smith before he was a Windsor Smith. Wow. Conan. And, nice. and they're in like really good condition too. Hmm. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, uh, did not ever expect you to pick this movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like something I would like. I mean, yeah. like, there's no elves and wizards, per se, but it's, like, close to that whole fantasy it's realm. Sword and sorcery. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fucking Conan. Yeah, it's I mean, true. Yeah. I liked Conan since I was a, a wee lad. Is it, uh, is it because of the original movies, the Schwarzenegger? I, I did really like those, but I but I read the comics before I'd seen right. the movie, and uh, I mean not the not the old like Barrons or Smith comics, but just like whatever it was just out. crappy yeah. '80s Conan comics. Right. But I loved them when I was I a kid. Think Roy Thomas wrote most of those. Okay, yeah. did he? From from the get go to uh, I would say towards the end of the the Marvel run on them. Did he really? I wow. think so. Yeah. I haven't uh, I haven't revisited any of them in you know. Decades other than some of the Dark Horse ones. Right. I've, uh, never seen either of the movies. Of the, uh, of the originals. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, I know, I know that, uh, you know, back when my parents had HBO, my dad watched them, you know, on occasion. And he was, so I, I saw bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah. You, know. you wandered into the room. And, right, right. Someone was getting beheaded yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I've never actually sat and watched them. Oh, Miss wow. Classics, maybe, but probably not. I'd say the first one would be a Miss Classic. Maybe not the second one. I don't think I'll pick it ever, right. but yeah. I'll, I'll watch it on my own. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I never really read the comics. Uh, but for some reason, like, Conan has just always been there, sort of, on the periphery. Right. And I remember, 
I remember back probably I was like seven or eight, and I was at the grocery store with my mom, and I begged her to buy me a copy of Savage Sword of Conan. Oh, <laughs> that's the old black and white the, mag, right? magazine. Yeah. yeah, those were my favorite. She refused. Oh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so then I was uh, Conanless from that point on, oh. up until uh, the Dark Horse comics came out. Uh, which, uh, you know, when you think of, uh, Conan the Barbarian, uh, you don't think of Kurt Busiek. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, those turned out to be some of the best comics I've ever read. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. They are fantastic. Uh, and, and, uh, it's also one of those series that, uh, I kind of regret stop, uh, stopping, uh, purchasing. I don't think I ever read any of the, the music ones. Yeah. I read, uh, I know, like, I read the Derek Robertson one shot and. Right. I feel like there was, like, one or two other ones that I read, but I don't think I read any of the music ones. Did you read any of the Magnolia ones that he wrote? Ah, uh, maybe. Those are pretty good as well. Yeah, I can't really remember. Good. I can't remember what other ones I checked out. I think I pretty much, uh, have the entire music run. Uh, though, uh, And I started picking up uh, the Timothy Truman uh, run. Maybe that's what it was. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. Right. I can't remember which one I read. Uh, and I like those, too, but uh, just for some reason I just stopped buying them. Right. And I know that uh, there was a... Uh, uh, what Busick would do, uh, he and his artist like, had a thing where like the artist knew that he wasn't ever going to be, you know, like 100% on time. So Busick had planned out like a story arc uh, that would run for like six to eight issues or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, that he would tell one issue at a time to give the regular artist a breather. Huh. And uh, the, the so it was basically like one story arc that took place over the like 50 issues. Really? Yeah. Uh, so like every six, seven months or so, like another like part two would come out or whatever. So the, like was that Kerry Nord or? Kerry Nord was the regular artist. The villain artist on this like special arc was, uh, I think his name was Greg Ruth or something like that. Huh. And uh, the story arc was called Born on the Battlefield. And it was pretty much Conan's secret origin. Nice. Uh, basically his entire like childhood, how he became Conan the Barbarian. Uh, and those are also pretty great. Hmm. Uh, but like, I missed, I think, like, maybe the last two of those, just because I stopped buying it at the time. So it's weird, so it's like, <clears throat> it was like one continuing story, but they would just right. pop out an issue every so often, and right. there'd be other stories in between. Yep. That's really strange. Yeah. But, like, they were, like, each issue itself, like, one of those issues were, like, self-contained, so that, you know, it was basically like you're reading a story arc, and then there's a flashback. Okay. Of, you know, so you could just read them in order, and right, it wouldn't yeah. be too confusing. Right. Okay, that's that's really odd. Yeah. That's cool, though. Uh, so yeah, so those that's pretty much my experience with Conan up to this point. Uh, and then uh, there's this. Yeah, 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 this this movie here, this fucking awesome movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was pretty cool. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I liked it more than I thought I would. Me too. Uh, I don't know about you, but, 
I pretty much read nothing but terrible reviews of this movie. I have heard nothing about this at all other than that it didn't do that well. Right. But right. I, I, I never talked to anyone that read it or watched it, I mean, right. and I've never read any reviews of it. So, yeah, my, my, uh, my, uh, prim, uh what's my, my, uh, uh expectations right. were just like non-existent. I had no idea. Um, mine were as low as possibly could be. Uh, cause everything I heard was that, uh, this movie is awful. Uh, and I know that, uh, our good friend, uh, Matt Brassfield mm-hmm. is a, uh, huge Conan fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, even he didn't go see this movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did he ever watch it? Like on DVD? Uh, well, it's only been out on DVD for less than a month or so now. Oh, okay. So I don't know if he's seen it yet. Uh, but I do know that he was kind of looking forward to seeing it, uh, on DVD. Uh, but he never went to the theater to see it, despite the fact that he's a huge yeah, fan. Yeah, that is surprising. Uh, I know that, uh, back when the movie was being filmed, uh, all he did, he was a typical fanboy, in which, uh, all he did was bitch <laughs> about the movie being made. Oh. Why are they doing this? That guy sucks. Oh, the, the actor? The actor, uh, yeah. He was a little pretty, maybe, to be Conan. But, he was a little pretty. Yeah. But, he, but he was good. Yeah. He was good. He, uh, he's he just, got, they like, could have uglied him up just a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got the, uh, the sloped forehead, though. He's yeah. Got, you know, Neanderthal looking forehead. Right. Uh, but he almost had like a, like, I wouldn't say pretty boy, but he almost had like a, just a handsome Billy Zane kind of thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You'd do him, right? No. No? No. Really? Yeah. Even with the hair. Even with the hair. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not my type. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's, uh, what's weird is because, like, I've seen that guy in, like, a bunch of other shows and movies. Right. And, uh, he's a lot dirtier in those. <laughs> You mean like he just looks dirtier? Yeah. Okay. Like, uh. I think maybe you said maybe he swears more than the uh, other ones. Well, he probably does. <laughs> but, uh, no, like usually whenever I've seen him in anything, he has dreadlocks. Okay. And that by definition just means he's filthier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's how you get your dreadlocks. You don't wash your hair. I mean, right. This, yeah. this is just facts. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've never seen him in anything else. That he I is in, uh, currently in the Game of Thrones, oh. a TV show. I couldn't make it three episodes. Yeah, I think I saw like ten minutes of it here once. Yeah, I was like, help. <laughs> 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 yeah, and that that is weird because, uh, I mean, yeah, this this had some, you know, a lot of sword play, yeah, a lot of similarities. Yeah, yeah. it's just, but it's just. I mean, Conan just kind of transcends that for me. You're like, right. He's the one thing that I could, I could kind of get behind because it's, it's not this, maybe it's because it's not so epic and like, you feel like you know all the characters. It's right. just like this visceral, like, release. You know, he's like Batman or Jonah Hex, only he's just, just one dude slaying everybody. Right. I think what helps is, at least in this movie, uh, there was not five minutes that went by where there wasn't just a massive action scene. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of <laughs> fun action in this movie. Yeah, uh, even from the very beginning. Right. 
I mean, it basically, it opens up like during a giant battle. Right. You know? Even the prologue is a giant battle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything about this movie is, is just, yeah, blood flying everywhere. Yeah. I love the sounds too, the swords, you know, skewing people in half. Right. Bones breaking, bodies, uh, splitting open. A lot of, uh, people being thrown through, uh, uh, like really crappy wood. Yeah. You know, yeah. like there's a lot of <laughs> poor, uh, craftsmanship in, in this town. Or it could just be, world. you know, uh, poor quality, uh, trees. Uh, yeah. You know, not, not strong, uh, not strong wood. They don't use a lot of oak or anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. They use a lot of, uh, formica. Right. right. Yeah. They buy all their stuff at Ikea. <laughs> yeah. It's a particle board. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, crazy action though. Like, like monsters and like, uh, those like weird sand creature things. Yeah. And those were awesome. Uh, the Leviathan monster, whatever that thing was. Right. Uh, the octopus was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah like, I don't get what people didn't like about it. I mean, yeah. first of all, let's let's do it this way. Okay. It's called Conan the Barbarian, uh, not the Conan. Let's study his character and have some depth. Right. It's Conan the Barbarian. Right. Yeah, you go in, you want to see some heads lopped off, right? And some to expect anything else is to set yourself up for disappointment. I mean, maybe if it was called Truman Capote's Conan the Barbarian. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, or like, you know, uh, the lost Stanley Kubrick film Conan the Barbarian, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just like a great action movie with lots of over-the-top, uh, violence and... Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a sweet film. Uh, I think I like it better than the Arnold one. Because I don't have an extreme amount of nostalgia for the Arnold one. Right. But I, I've seen it twice, maybe, and it was good. And it's classic. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think this one was a lot more fun. Uh, like I said, I've never seen the Arnold one, so I don't really have anything to compare it to other mm-hmm. than comics. Which, you know, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> apples and oranges. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I can say that the comics are better. You know, because there is some of that character development and depth. Right. But, you know, at the same time, they never really sacrificed the whole barbarian aspect for it. Right. But, you know, you're watching a two-hour movie about Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> That's not really what you're looking for. Right. You know, yeah. you're, you just want to see mindless violence and boobs, if not possible. There's a lot of boobs in this movie. There was some boobs. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved this when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would have wore that... Uh, Pause button out on the VCR remote. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of boobs, a lot of a lot of blood. Uh, so yeah, it's a it's a pretty actiony man's movie there. Oh yeah. Have you ever read any of the the novels, the Conan novels? Uh, no, I have not. Me neither. Uh, yeah, I mean the closest I've gotten is uh, some of the adaptations, mm-hmm. uh, but. Never any of the actual books. I'll have to ask our friend Brian John Mitchell. Uh, I guess I'm asking him right now because he's probably listening. Yeah. Uh, I need to ask him which uh, would be a good book 
to read because I think he's read a lot of them. Really? I know he's a big Robert E. Howard fan. Yeah. So. Um, uh, but, uh, are there any actual novels or is it just, uh, 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 <laughs> I, uh like I, just collections of short stories? Oh, really? That would be even better. Yeah. I, I don't know if he ever actually wrote any full novels. Oh, that would be great yeah. actually because, I mean, like, I don't know, I kind of have a short attention span when it comes to, right. you know, like, but I, but I mean, especially something like that, I don't know if I'd want to read, like, a 300-page book about Conan killing people. Yeah, I don't think there could be. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, and again, you know, the fact that every five minutes was a giant action scene. Right. Helped. Yeah. Uh, but still, I think two hours for this movie was pushing it a little bit. Yeah, it did seem like, it did seem like it got a little long there towards the end. Right. Um, like it could have, yeah, it could have been maybe 20 minutes shorter or something. Yeah. I think mostly just repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many ways you can, you know, behead a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and we saw all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, like there's not a lot to the performances in this movie. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the daughter was really creepy. The, yeah. the, uh, I forget the, Zim, was that his name? The evil guy? I think so, yeah. His, uh, creepy daughter who could, uh, who, who could poke people with her giant metal fingernails Claws, yeah. and tell if they had a pure bloodline or not when she licked the blood off her nails. Right. Uh, Marique is the character. Marique. Name. She was creepy. She yeah, was, she I was creepy. She, I thought she was really good. I think the makeup on that helps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, uh, portrayed by Rose McGowan. That was Rose McGowan? That was Rose McGowan. Wow, see, that's how good she was. I had no idea. Yeah. Who, uh, of course was supposed to be Red Sonia. Really? Yep. She, uh, was gonna be in the Robert Rodriguez, uh, Red Sonia movie. Huh. Did not know that? Yeah, before her face got all fucked up. What happened to her face? Uh, she got into a, like a car accident or something like that, and then, uh, I guess after reconstructive surgery, just went nuts with just regular old plastic surgery. This is all news to and me. Like, uh, of course, the combination of plastic surgery and age also does not work. Man. So she's got that weird sort of Hollywood cat lady face thing really? going on now. Wow, I had no idea any of this happened. I need to start watching entertainment tonight more often. Yeah. yeah. We'll just read online. Right, yeah. yeah. No, uh, was she the one? That, she was married to Marilyn Manson, wasn't she? Was uh, I don't know about married, but they dated for a okay. while. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's probably also where she picked up some of the creepiness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was like, wow, I can totally use this in my yeah. horror movies. Yeah, she kind of actually uh, had a little bit of a Marilyn Manson thing going on occasionally. Right, with the no eyebrows and right. the, like, had the like the war paint right across the eyes. Yeah, I've never understood that. Yeah, <laughs> on Marilyn Manson, you mean? on anyone like like Marilyn Manson types goth people, like the they, war they paint put, thing. Yeah, they put like the stripe of paint right across their eyes. I think that you know maybe it's one of those things that uh, like somewhere along the line, some guy in a goth band probably did it in the eighties, like right. Alien Sex Fiend or something, and and then, like ever since then, everyone's like, oh yeah, just do that, just right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did it. It worked for him. Uh, yeah, I don't get it either. I was listening to Marilyn Manson the other day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I still say uh, Portrait of an American Family. A really great rock and roll yeah, album. Yeah, that is a really good rock and roll album. 
Uh, Marilyn Manson, uh, at the time, like, you know, they were pretty awesome. And then, uh, then they forgot that they were a joke. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, by the time, like, their third album came out, they just, uh, it was just, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, like, you know, I mean, at the time, 1996 or whatever, you know, everyone was like, ah, it's the new Alice Cooper and all that. Thing is that, you know, I'm not a huge Alice Cooper fan. I think he has maybe like ten songs I like. Right. Uh, but at least he never forgot the joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. What happened, Marilyn Manson? Is he still putting out albums? I don't. I would imagine. Any. I would also imagine that uh, nobody pays attention. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone does. Yeah, and when I was in high school, uh, that's when Portrait came out, and I, yeah, yeah. I was, I was a fan, but I, oh, yeah. I quickly lost interest after. I think when Mechanical Animals came out, I was like, eh. Yeah, same here. Uh, I got Antichrist Superstar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. It's yeah. a fine album. Uh, but yeah, Mechanical album, Animals, and it was just, like, I don't think I even bothered to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of done. It was like, he he just kind of wanted to be too much David Bowie and right. not enough of his own thing. You know? Right. I don't know. Well, whatever. We're not here to talk about that freak. Nope. We're here to talk about... Actually, I do really respect Marilyn Manson. Like, I think... Every time I see an interview with him, I'm like, wow, that guy is really intelligent. Why does he make such crappy music? Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like he could make a really good, uh... Whatever. Whatever he wanted to do. Right. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I want to actually check out, uh... Especially if they are short stories, I'm going to try to check, uh... Check one of those out. Uh, yeah, I would also recommend uh, some of those Kurt Busiek books. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, if if you loved the old Marvel books, mm-hmm. I think you know it has enough of that flavor probably, but like, with a more modernized storytelling. Yeah, you know? oh, that's cool. So, and really good art. You know? Yeah, the Carrie Nord or all of it? Uh, all of it. Okay, like, like even the well, you don't like painted art. Though. I I know I've looked at Carrie Nord's art. and I'm like, eh, you know, it's one of those things where. I could read a good story, but I would never buy something just because he did it. Because, right. you know, I mean, like, based on the fact that he did it, because, yeah, I just, I'm not really into that sort of look. Yeah. It has that sort of, is it, is it a, was well, it? Harry like, Nord, uh, his work, uh, was, uh, I think they produced directly from his pencils. That's what it looked like, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like the other story arc, the Born on the Battlefield story arc that was painted. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, his, even his art had that sort of, it had a weird look to it. It didn't look like regular comic art. It was like, maybe, like you said, I mean, it was because they just. It know. was a combination of the pencils and I think the colorist probably played around with it too, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, not, not, not bad or anything. Just, uh, I'm actually a big Karen Ord fan, or at least, uh, you know, I kind of am anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the year, year, mid, early to mid nineties, uh, he did a run on Daredevil, which uh, oh. I really enjoyed. Uh, I really liked his work there. Uh, and then he just kind of disappeared after that and then didn't resurface until Conan, hmm. uh, where he was, uh, you know, a hot newcomer, despite the fact that ten years earlier he, <laughs> right. you know, <laughs> he, was, he was just making a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, yeah, maybe I'll check out. I know we've got the trades at Yon Mavericks. So, uh, yeah. I've always personally been interested in checking out, like, some of the old, uh, Barry Smith, uh, like stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I've read a few of those in the last, yeah. 
you know. I mean, like, most of what I read was probably when I was a teenager or younger, but I've read some of the Barry Smith stuff, and it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. And the art's great. I mean, of course. It, I like it. He's totally changed his style, obviously, oh, like, yeah. since yeah. the 70s, but, like, he has a really great, like, just super detailed, clean kind of style back then. Right. I think I actually do like his newer style better, like oh, yeah. what he what he developed for like Rune and right, stuff after right. that. Um, but but yeah, I, I mean he's awesome. He's just always been awesome. I have somewhere uh, like one of those giant. Uh, I think it's actually right here. Uh, Is it Opus? <laughs> oh no, it's, it's oh one of the old Conans. Nice. Uh, the Treasury Edition oversized yeah. uh, things. Beauty. Yeah. You uh you actually did a panel recreation from here. That's true. Panel. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, I think definitely yeah, because even you can tell there's like two stories reprinted here. Oh yeah, the and second one's a lot more ornate the, looking. Yeah, the first one like is definitely his early work where he sort of had a John Basima look. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, in the second one you can definitely tell he's developing his you know, style that he would pretty much be known by. Yeah, he kind of like. Uh, I mean, I think I think it'd be the opposite because I think Barry Smith developed that second style before Michael Zuli came around came along. But it reminds yeah. me a lot of Michael Zuli, right? Right. Um, just like super detailed, ornate kind of stuff, very, and very fine line work. And it's weird to think of that as like a, <clears throat> a Conan art because you think right. of Conan as a lot more just like ah. Oh, like, you can imagine, like, Jock doing Conan art, right, right, or, right. like, or, you know, Bisley. Or, very thick lines and, you know, gritty style. Yeah, like, real ink. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, like, it's so delicate looking sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's so strange. But it works. Oh, it really yeah. works. Uh, I remember reading, like, some sort of uh, encyclopedia of Marvel or something like that, and... Uh, there was a, a chapter dedicated to uh, the Conan comics, nice. and uh, pointing out how uh, Barry Windsor Smith, uh, like within twelve issues, twelve issues, like drastically changed his style to like you know what we know of as his work. Right. <clears throat> yeah, he just kind of immersed himself into it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's a slightly off topic, but kind of still on topic. Uh, <laughs> A couple of years ago, uh, my girlfriend and I watched uh, Oliver Stone's first movie uh, called uh, The Hand. Yeah, okay. I've never seen it. Uh, starring Michael Caine, uh, where Michael Caine is a, uh, a comic book illustrator who uh, loses his hand in a tragic accident. Uh, and then his hand comes back to life and starts killing his enemies. Uh, <laughs> oh, we should totally watch that for the show. <laughs> But there's a, a scene, like, like I think one of the opening scenes where he's drawing his comic, and it's a, a Conan-type book. Right. Uh, but, like, you can just see a hand and, like, a, an ink pen, and it's uh, it's Barry Windsor Smith. Yeah. And, uh, like, I, like, I yelled out, hey, it's Barry Windsor Smith! <laughs> you recognize his hand? I recognize his art. <laughs> oh, well, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it really was him. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we should totally watch that. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. down. Yeah. Michael Caine, too. I mean, he's young in that, I guess. Hell yeah. Probably, probably in his 40s, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is early 80s, so. He's great. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. 
Yeah, because I just watched, uh, I was telling you earlier, I watched, I hadn't seen Batman Begins since I saw it in the theater. Right. And, uh, and it's been like a year since I watched Dark Knight, so I watched them both back to back, uh, a few nights ago. And, and I was, I was just so impressed by the amount of people I thought were amazing actors mm-hmm. in those movies. I mean, like, Michael Caine is awesome. Gary Oldman's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love Heath Ledger. I thought he was great. Um, yeah, like, even Liam Neeson's I Mason like Heath good. Ledger and other things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, even Maggie Gyllenhaal and, and oh, yeah. Alan Eckert. I think Alan Eckert is probably my favorite actor in the entire series. Uh, I thought he was great as yeah. uh, Two-Face. I think all my problems with The Dark Knight pretty much revolve around the plot and the direction. It has absolutely 10% to do with the acting. <laughs> and that's mostly Heath Ledger. Uh, I would say 8% Heath Ledger. Yeah. Uh, no, I would say... F- no, I'm going to be generous. 4% Heath Ledger. Ooh. Uh, and then uh, 6% Bale? Uh, Christian Bale well, yeah. when he's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it didn't bother me as much this time because I, I like remembered him like totally being over the top, you know, and, and he was in, in spots, but I remembered it much more like ridiculous than it really was. Well, I just watched it today. Yeah. Uh, I was at my parents for New Year's and it just happened to be on. And Christian Bale as Batman is 100% over the top. <laughs> Yeah, and he's a, you know, that's the weird thing, is I think Christian Bale is an amazing actor. I agree. And he is like the weakest link in that movie. Yep. It's so weird. But only when he's Batman. Yeah. As yeah. Bruce Wayne, yeah. he's great. Yeah, he's great yeah. as Bruce Wayne, yeah. This has nothing to do with Conan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's not a ton to talk about though. Um, yeah, I mean like, it's, there's like, Ah, there, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, amazing things about this movie. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's mostly just a fun thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not gonna rock your world. I did think of, uh, you know how like a lot of movies set in this sort of, I don't know, realm or whatever, the right. sword and sorcery thing, they rely, especially in the last couple of years, pretty heavily on really cheesy computer effects. Right. There's just like n- hardly any computer effects in this movie. Other than like you know some of the like tentacles probably on those right. creatures and maybe even like I can't tell if maybe one or two of the horses because some of those horses take some pretty uh, right. violent hits and they've got to be that's got to be picked but yeah. but uh yeah I mean it doesn't look like you're watching a video game which right. is you know the reason I usually don't want to watch movies where there's dudes with swords and dragons and stuff because I don't. If I'm going to watch a video game, I'm just going to hang out with one of my friends while they play a video game. I don't, right, right. don't want to go to the theater and pay $8 to watch it. But, um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look cheesy. It doesn't look, um, I mean, it just looks real and it looks right. fun. I mean, there, there's some that you can tell are kind of, you know, definitely computer generated. You mean like creatures and whatnot? Creatures, or? uh, like definitely like the sand creatures. Mostly when they, yeah. like, like crumble. But that looked so cool though. It did look really cool. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I'm not bothered by it at all. Like, yeah. when I saw it, you know, there, I've seen worse. Yeah. I, like, I wasn't even thinking of the sand creatures, and obviously, you know, they are computer because right. they're people made out of sand that crumble, but, right. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, they just looked, it, it was such a well done thing, and it wasn't like in your face and like, right. 
cheesy, like like some of those dragon movies, you know. Right. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah, I thought that was that was impressive, impressive, impressive. And yeah, I thought the guy who who played Conan, uh, Jason Momoa, uh, yeah, he was fine. Like you said, a little, a little too pretty, just a little, yeah, not not too much, yeah. But uh, you know, since Conan, he doesn't talk a lot and mostly just has to stand around looking badass yeah. and yeah. kill a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought the uh, the bad guy was kind of uh, not great. Was he? He wasn't an Avatar, was yes, he? he was. That was that guy. That was that guy. Okay, yeah. he looked like. Like they, he looked a little different. Yeah, like his maybe his teeth were bigger, and they like sucked his skin back towards the back of his head a little more. Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell if that was him or not. But. Yeah. And uh, of course, we can't forget about uh, the most realistic looking Planet of the Apes ape that I have ever seen, <laughs> Ron Perlman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was really good in this movie. He was really good. But yeah, he was he was a real hairy dude in this movie. <laughs> he did kind of look like a Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I didn't think about that. But yeah, man, I love Ron Perlman. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, I'm just sad that we're never going to see another Hellboy movie. Are we? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Uh, what? How come? Uh, Mike Mignola has basically said that uh, probably just won't happen. Because... Huh. Uh, a, Guillermo del Toro is doing, like, 17 other things all the time. Right. Uh, B, del Toro also wants to make the third movie the final Hellboy movie, in which Hellboy would die. Uh, Mignola plans for Hellboy to die in the comics, but just not yet. Yeah. And, uh, doesn't want, uh, the movie version to sort of overtake Supersede, right, right. Well, maybe they could film it while Ron Perlman's still, you know, action Right, yeah. And then, you know... 17 years later, they can put it out. Right, yeah. Something. That'd be cool. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, preserve it. And yeah. Clean it up if they need to later. Spend yeah. the millions of dollars and, uh, for, with no return right. in then, the foreseeable future. Yeah, and in uh, 17 years or so, just imagine how good uh, computer effects are going to be. Oh, my gosh. They can go yeah. back and change those, uh, all the effects. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spice it up. Well, that would be... That would be uh, cool if they did, you know, get to f- get to finish up the trilogy with Ron right. Perlman. I hope, hopefully, that they don't, yeah, like, yeah. get like uh, <clears throat> Matthew Broderick to <laughs> finish it up or something. <laughs> Pretty sure that would, <laughs> but on the other hand, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, yeah who you knows? never know. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's- a fun movie. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was, that's something I'll have to tell the nerds at work. Yeah. To, you know, to, uh. Check it out. To, yeah. yeah. Quit watching, uh, Batman Dark Knight over and over and <laughs> give Conan a chance. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, just don't go in expecting, you know, something amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> something like, really fun. Right, yeah. It's yeah. like when you get off a roller coaster, you're like, you know, I don't really understand life anymore, <laughs> but you know, any better than I did uh, before I got on the roller coaster. Right, yeah. 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 And your buddy's like, "Well, I had a really good time riding the roller coaster." <laughs> <laughs> that's what you should. That's the mindset you should adopt. 
In all in all factions of life. Yeah, pretty much. Roller coasters, yeah. Conan, uh, you know, um, buffets. I don't know. <laughs> wherever. <laughs> Just have a good time. Hell yeah. I mean, this is this is uh, the last year of existence for us anyway. Exactly. As a society. Live it up. Yeah. Live it up. Watch Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to go out. <laughs> Start planning your uh, December 20th Conan Barbarian parties right now. <laughs> Everyone dresses in loincloths and... There's boobies everywhere and beheadings every hour, really? every five minutes. Really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be a way. Yeah, you like that would be really fun because you know you know that you're all gonna die the next day anyway. Right. Like every when you when you go into the party, everybody puts their name in a hat, yeah, like yeah. in a little ticket, and like every five minutes they draw one, and one of the barbarians gets to just lop your head off. Right. Why not? Yeah. You know. But I think uh, to be fair, before that, you have to at least be able to touch the boobies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. Yeah, just uh, even that out. It's touch the boobies, get beheaded, I think. Yeah. That's w- the way to go. What out. else do you need? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe some ranch and chip dip, you know. Yeah. Some yeah. Doritos and Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's not really good. Conan party. Let's Conan party. Let's figure out the details. Let's do it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Take a break. Sure. Let's All do right. that. We gotta plan this Conan party. Sure. Actually, uh we were talking about that. The uh, director, the director, he did the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Oh, was that the same guy? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Marcus Nispel. Okay, I didn't realize that. Wow, yeah, that's a good movie too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he also directed uh, Friday the Thirteenth remake. A lot of remakes. I haven't seen that one. Neither have I. But you know, I think it. Like I never heard anything good about that one. Yeah, really. I think at this point. It probably is great. You know, honestly, I would I would totally watch it because I really liked this and I really liked Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. But yeah, I've heard a lot of bad things about Friday the 13th. Yeah. So why, yeah, but who knows. Yeah. And I think he must have a thing for, uh, like, uh, swords and shit because he also directed a movie called Pathfinder, hmm. which uh, I think was like Vikings versus Indians or something like that. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah. Is that like, there's a role-playing book, Pathfinder, it's not the same thing? I don't think it? it's the same thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Friday 13th. Friday the 13th. Why not? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, and then there was the girl, the damsel in distress. She, uh, she was, uh, Scarlet in the G.I. Joe movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Still haven't seen that. And she was the, uh, the green alien chick that, uh, Kirk, uh, did in, uh, the Star Trek movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I didn't recognize her for some reason. Thought <laughs> the green body paint. She was yeah, she was she was all right yeah, in the she, movie. I mean, the role doesn't uh, you know really require much. Right. Yeah. She's had to look kind of pissed off at Conan a lot. Right. Yeah. And then fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> it's possibly the most pointless sex scene I've ever seen in any movie. Yeah, but like I, I thought it was very like uh, it reminded me a lot of those eighties like. Sword kind of movies. Right, There's right. always one of those, you know. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. It was it was a little, yeah, like everything else in the movie, just over the top. Gratuitous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a, I think, a perfect description for this movie. Gratuitous. Gratuitous. Yeah. 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 Gratuitous. Thumbs up. Gratuitous. <laughs> <laughs> in a fun way. Oh, not, yeah. not in oh, a yeah. like, you know, not in a car wreck kind of way. Yeah. yeah. Definitely in the the best uh, sense of the word. Yeah. yeah. Most flattering, yeah. Gr- gratuity. It's like a tip. Yeah. Gratuity. Yeah. There you go. My tip is go watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, let's take a break. All right, all right. It was 2010, right? It was 2010. And it didn't happen. It did not happen. Kind of disappointed. I've been disappointed for a year and a half now. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe uh, this year. Maybe uh, they're just running late. Could be. Could be. Mm. Maybe that's how the world will end in uh, 12 months. Oh. Well, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, any big uh, resolutions? Um, For this, for the New Year's resolution yeah. type of thing? Um, you know... Not really. I mean, like, like not not in the sense that I was waiting until you know the right. new year to do. But uh, I think I'm gonna try to try to eat healthier. You know, you're a vegetarian. I, oh, I know, but I eat a lot of crap. I eat a lot of. I need to cook more. I need to cook more often. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I, I don't really. 
I don't I don't really want to get in shape or anything, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, like Oh, I hear you. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, why? I mean, the world ends in 12 months. Right, uh, yeah. Why what, bother? You want to look really nice for that? I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. But I, I do want to feel better until until that point. Right. 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 So, well, I mean, you want to live it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to look my best for the Conan party. Right. So I can, you know, touch all the boobies and right. be, behead some people. Yeah, and wear the coin, loincloth well. Right. Yeah, I do, I do want to look good in the loincloth, right. I guess. You know, right now, uh, I've modeled in front of the bathroom mirror in the loincloth, and let's just say... You not, don't like what you say. Not so awesome. Yeah. Not so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, almost as nerdy as that, uh... Uh, it's not quite a loincloth, but Kathleen, uh, for Christmas gave me, she gave me some art supplies and whatnot, but she also gave me some Star Wars boxers. And, uh, they're pretty awesome. I was wearing them, uh, I was wearing them, actually I think I was wearing them when we all went out for, uh, Mexican. <laughs> but, uh. Well, you didn't show them off. I did not. Uh. I, uh, but, uh, yeah, good, good stuff. Star Wars boxers. They're really comfy too. Like, I thought they were going to be real elasticy and, like, dig into my skin. Right. Because they just looked like that. But, right. oh, man, they're comfy. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the boxer. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why you go commando. I do go commando. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, like the movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you put some war paint on. Yeah, like Jeff. <laughs> like Jeff Lip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> What were we talking about? Long class time. We were talking about, uh, oh, yeah. resolution. Any New Year's resolutions on your part? Uh, I have, uh, keeping my resolutions simple. Yeah. Cause I know that any sort of life changing ones, uh, I'm never gonna do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Realist- also, they always say realistic goals. They yeah, say, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, it, uh, it turns out like the resolution that I made last year, which, uh, so far I've kept, uh, I made like a month later. So, you know. You know, you don't necessarily have to make it on January 1st. Right. Uh, but last year I made the resolution to draw every day and post it online. And so far I've done that. That's amazing. I am 30 days away, folks, from being done with this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're like 326 days into a daily drawing. I am 335 days. How many days are there in a year? 365. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was 351. Nope. <laughs> Well, this year there's only that one. is a deck of cards. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a giant deck of cards. That's for you, know, Jim Romy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this year there's only what three hundred and fifty yeah, days or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so you, should, far, you totally should have done it this year. You would have had less drawings to do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What, so far, what? Uh, so far, I've only made two resolutions, and they're uh, they both involve gutter trash. Oh. So I am not going to mention them yet. Oh. Because you will find out about them soon enough. One is to replace me with a with a smoking hot blonde. I can't really tell you. Uh, okay. <laughs> but you are pretty close. <laughs> oh, damn it! Is it Joji? It's Joji. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say smoking hot, but I mean you know, easy on the eyes. Hot, yeah. Easy on the eyes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, on the other hand, I'm going to replace him on League Night with you. So, oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, I, I only have to do a 20-minute episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, we can do two at a time. Yeah. So sweet. we'll be done with them super quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it works. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Did you do anything cool for uh, the New Year's Eve or the New Year's Day? Oh, well, well I, we we uh, we all did something cool for the New Year's Eve. You did we? You were there. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We uh, we had a good time. We went to our our favorite Mexican, or at least my favorite Mexican restaurant. It's a really good Mexican restaurant. Yeah. I'd have to say I like it better than the others I've been to. Yeah, it's pretty I, awesome. Las Paramitas is really good, though, too, uh, down in Centerville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I think, yeah, Acapulco is uh, a little bit better. Man, if you're ever in the Xenia area, <laughs> why yeah. would you be? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but but if you ever, like, you know, the traffic for some reason is detoured and you're <laughs> snowed in and you don't know why, but you're in Xenia, definitely go to Acapulco. Take refuge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, oh, so good, so good. Yeah, we went there, and then we went out. Uh, there's a bar right around the corner. We right. played some pool. And yeah, hung out with uh, it was you, me, and your lady friend. Yeah. And uh, your friends, uh, Tracy and Michelle. That's right. Michelle yeah. with Michelle with one L. That's, That's right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and their friend. Is Gary. it Tracy with an I or a Y? I think it's a Y. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. that's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> and their friend Greg, who we met that night, he seemed seemed like a decent fellow as well. I didn't really talk to him, but he seemed mm. okay. I wasn't offended by him or anything. Hey, well, there you go. He That's probably might have been offended by me. I'm not sure. He didn't, didn't let on if but, he was. Okay. I'm sure uh, Tracy and Michelle were both uh, <laughs> offended by me. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, they both did yeah. let on about that. Yeah. Well, maybe I shouldn't have made so many uh, lesbian insults. <laughs> Did you? I don't know. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then we, uh, and then we tried to watch Silent Hill after yeah. we watched the ball drop. We watched yeah. the ball drop. Well, uh, like when we parted ways, you, me, and Kathleen went back to her place. Well, Kathleen went back to her place. You and I went on an errand. Oh, yeah. We to were... try to find a bottle of champagne at 11.45 at night. In Xenia. In Xenia, where there's two <laughs> places open. <laughs> oh. Uh, we did find it, though. Yeah, and yeah, we we made it in time for the ball to drop with a um, yeah five minutes to spare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all uh, texted and uh, called our loved ones, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, tried to watch uh, Silent Hill, uh, which uh, you fell asleep through part of. I, I, did Kathleen fall asleep too? Or did I don't she think just... she ever did. Okay. Yeah, like like I said, I, visually, <clears throat> I thought it was incredible. Like it was like it was like Clive Barker drawings brought to life, right? But, uh, yeah, I just, I couldn't really get into it, maybe because I was so tired, but, um, like, I couldn't really follow the story, and I was, like, doing that thing where, like, I would, like, feel myself falling asleep, my head bobbing, and... Right, yeah. So I just, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't really pay attention. I will say, the games are so much better, though. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, a lot more atmospheric and a lot, uh, freakier and scarier, so... Well, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And I like the movie, I really do, but, yeah... I think I've seen you play in the game here before, and it does look awesome. I don't know if I've played the game here before or not. I, I could swear. I, I mean, I haven't seen, like, Pyramid Head, but right. is it, like, kind of, like... I mean, yeah, it just looked like it was real smoky, and you were, like, killing a bunch of stuff, and I don't know. Yeah. And you could hear, like, weird sounds, and I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't... I don't think I've, I've ever played it. Here. Or was that Dig? No, it was Dig Dug. That yeah. was Dig Dug. You were like digging underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was it. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I always get those two things. We should have watched the Dig Dug movie. 
That's what we should have done. Well, she didn't have it on DVD. She <laughs> no. just had it on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, hang on a second. Oh. Oh. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about this. Let's do this. Uh, I don't know if, uh, hopefully the listener remembers a couple weeks ago, you, uh, I think it was your turn to pick a comic. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, yeah, you wanted to pick an Echo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, but you said that, uh, you had originally decided to pick a different book first, and mm-hmm. then you read it, and you hated it so yeah. much <laughs> that you decided that uh that you couldn't do it. Right. And uh your description of it and how much you hated it. And then eventually you told me that uh you had lent this to Doogie. Uh-huh. And he hated it as well. Really made me curious and I wanted to read it myself. <laughs> it's uh The Red Wing by Jonathan Hickman and uh Nick Patara. I think yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Patara maybe. Which, uh, you called one of the worst things you've ever read in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this. It's not good. Yeah. I would never read it again. Mm-hmm. It's still, I'm not on the Jonathan Hickman <laughs> bandwagon. Right, right. Uh, but, I didn't see exactly what you thought was so terrible about really, this. Really, really. Well, no, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that you liked it. Like, I'm glad that I'm glad that somebody gets enjoyment out of it because, like, this is why I didn't pick it because I was like, I can't talk about this for like I don't. I really don't like slagging on on stuff, you know, just because I don't happen to like. It. I'm like, eh, it's not for me, or I thought it was bad, you know, and but. But I will say, yeah, I mean, like, I just couldn't, I couldn't care about any character in it. Like, there was no likable characters to me. Um, I don't but, think there was any unlikable characters, though. Well, I mean, I didn't really like the hot-headed, like, pal right. of theirs. But, like, even, like, the main character, I was just like, yeah, he's just kind of whiny, I don't really care. Right. You know? And then, like, and I never see anything coming, you know, like, in stories. And this story, like, I just, like, everything I could see coming, like, pages and pages away. And it was just, like, ah, I just thought it was, and, like, it just, I don't know. It just wasn't fun. It was just kind of boring. And there was, like, absolutely nothing I liked about it other than I thought Nick Batar's art was pretty good. His art's fine. Uh, I mean, again, I'm going to, you know, I didn't like it. Right. You know, like, it. it I don't think it's a good comic, but it's definitely not the worst thing I've ever read, and I think I came away with it a little bit more than you did, uh, of, of something to, to grasp onto. Right. Uh, but I will say that it is 100% hollow. Yeah. There is nothing to it. Yeah. Uh, like, there was that, like, I thought maybe, you know, that scene where they started talking about realities and, like, how... You can shift through reality. It's like, okay, now right. we're getting somewhere. And then it just kind of felt, yeah, 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 hollow is a really good way to describe it. It's yeah. just, it just felt kind of meaningless. And, 
But it, but it wasn't fun either. Like I don't oh, mind yeah. I don't mind meaningless when it's like like the Conan movie, you know, right, right. like where it doesn't change your life or anything, but it's just fun. Right. This was not fun at all. This seemed it read like uh, just a fabricated attempt to be a Grant Morrison comic. Yeah, totally. Without any of the personality or charisma that Grant Morrison has I in his books. I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like maybe that, maybe like that helped because maybe I lowered your expectations. Right. And then, and then conversely, my expectations were high because as this, like I, th- I think I said on the episode I mentioned, on the Echo episode, like as this book was coming out in single issues, I, I just kept looking at it and I was like, wow, that looks so cool. Right, right. And I just was so excited about it. And like I thought the covers were really awesome and designy and like right. there was like this Darrow-esque thing to the artwork, but it wasn't so rendered that it, you know, was overpowering. Yeah, it was just like, oh, it looks really cool. And then, oh, I was just so let down with this. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, definitely by far was not the worst thing I've ever read. Right. Um, Yeah, mostly just came away from it uh, thinking that uh, it was just a pretty empty exercise in sci-fi comics, you know, like, like there didn't really seem to be any kind of point. Right. But, like, the journey to it wasn't as bad as I was expecting it, you know? <laughs> like, like, really, by the time I got to the end, it was just like, well, the ending is disappointing, but, like, the journey was okay. Right. You know? <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. But, I- yeah, definitely not fun. It, it kind of feels like somebody's first attempt at writing comics too. Like, like it just felt like, like, oh, this Jonathan Hickman guy might have something, you know, down right. the road that's good. And then, but then you like, you're like, but he writes all this other stuff, and he's like, you know, he's an established writer, and right. like, it just seems like he's such one a of the Marvel architects. He is. <laughs> I mean, this is like, and that is why they're building this. Oh. <laughs> it, it, to me, this is more like a demo tape of a band who's already, like, really good. Right. This is like, if, you know, I don't know, there's like a... This is them fucking around in the garage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what this is. <laughs> it's uh, it's an established piano player playing chopsticks and calling <laughs> yeah. it a concert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. That and, is- I, and I'm not even a fan, like, because I've only ever read Nightly News in this. Yeah, and the Nightly like, News was... Terrible. I think my favorite thing he's ever done were those propaganda posters in the Strange Tales, the Marvel comic Strange Tales. Uh, he did the like Galactus propaganda posters and stuff. Uh, and I, I don't remember. That, that was probably my favorite thing he's ever done. But, but uh, yeah, just yeah, hollow. Yeah, hollow. Yeah. Uh, and like, I mean, there were like things that pissed me off in it. Like, uh, there's like a sequence. Uh. Just flipping through the book right now. Of like one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, eight essentially blank pages. Right. With, with a tiny little ship. With a tiny, tiny little ship, uh, slowly moving across those pages. And that is definitely the sign of somebody who thinks, look how cool I'm being. <laughs> I, you know, and I actually have to admit that's one of the things that I thought looked cool when I was, as the issues came out. Cause I flipped through and I was like, I was like, oh, that's so neat. That is, 
a waste of paper. Yeah, it totally is. <sighs> but hey, the, that artist only had to use that one 3D model. Oh my god. This is, this is, <laughs> you know how sometimes Image has the trade paperbacks and there's like a sketchbook section at the end? Yeah. Why bother, people? <laughs> this was the lamest, like, sketch, I mean, they didn't, there's like, they don't even mention anything about, like, there's no dialogue about how they created it or like, right. it's just like some 3D modeling illustrator sketches or something. Right. It's, uh, it's SketchUp. SketchUp. Yeah. Which is a program I've used before and it's, a phenomenal tool to use, uh, for drawing a perspective. Uh, cause you can lay out, like, you know, uh, a scene, uh, or a building, or automobiles, or anything like that, just to figure out, you know, at least it helps me, cause I'm terrible at that. Like, just what it looks like from different angles. <clears throat> right, yeah. And just getting the right, uh, you know, perspective, you know, if you want, you know, a certain angle or something like that. Uh, Phenomenal to use. I love it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, why show it in the back of there? Right. If you're like showing like a chair from seven different angles and then having right. no, uh, <clears throat> no narration or explanation of why. Right. It's like, okay, we, we get it, you know. Yeah. We, we can... It's, it's, it, to me, it's essentially, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's cool to know that uh, there are artists out there who use it as well. And to see, you know, what they've built with it. But at the same time, it sort of seems like, uh, here's a picture of my ruler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tool. Yeah, yeah. If, it, if this would have all been sketches he did of the ships yeah, or something, yeah, that would yeah. have been kind of cool. But, yeah, exactly. It's like, it, yeah, here's a picture of my my ruler and yeah. my T-square. Yeah, yeah. Here's my Wacom tablet. I'm not doing anything with it. But there it is. Yeah. I use it. It's not plugged in right now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's... There was nothing that I found interesting or exciting about this book other than, like I said, I thought the art was decent. Yeah, the art's good. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, and I hope other people like it. I really do. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take this back to Mavericks and just sneak it. I'm going to sneak it right back onto the shelf. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, hopefully somebody enjoys it. But uh, it was not me who did. Right. And, yeah, like I said, you know, I've read worse comics. In fact, I've read worse comics this week. Yeah? yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm uh, sure I've read worse comics. I'm, like, I'm sure, like, part of it was that I was so built up that I was right, right. Just pissed off. Right. You know? See, yeah, I had no build up to this other than, like, yeah, I had no expectations, whatever, for this book. And, like, mm-hmm. I barely remembered that this book existed right. until you mentioned it. Uh, like, you know, I've pretty much, based on the nightly news, written off Jonathan Hickman forever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you telling me that it was one of the worst things you've ever read. I think all just, <laughs> all helped my enjoyment of yeah. this book. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Uh, but yeah, by no means uh, is it anything I would ever recommend. Oh, man. But not I, I did not hate it as much as you did. I, I think I will Google Nick Pataris sometime and see what else he's Absolutely. up to. Yeah, right. I, mean, yeah, I enjoyed his art. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, definitely better than Ben Rottencock. <laughs> did, did you uh, see a little Frank Quietly in him, too? He's got a little Quietly in there, yeah. Like some of the, yeah, just like... Faces and bodies, yeah. 
Yeah, like quietly mixed with, uh, there's a little bit of Darrow, maybe, uh, maybe a little Tony Moore, I don't know. Yeah, a little bit, a little uh, bit. But, yeah, just disappointing. Yeah, it's well drawn, uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Mm. So that is, uh, that is Red Wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, see, I would just feel awful, uh, if I had to talk about how much I did not like something for right. 45 minutes, so, I like, yeah, there, there's a good 10 minutes of me yeah, getting yeah. off my chest tonight. I think, you know, we could, uh, I think we could have definitely officially reviewed this, but, yeah, right. it's probably better that we didn't. All right. right. Yeah, I mean, and like you, Hickman and Patara, you guys, good luck. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously. I yeah. hope, I hope you sell them. I hope everybody yeah. loves it. Uh, uh yeah, Patara, I'm gonna, you know, yeah, if he draws something else that I want to read, then, you know, I'm all on board. I'd love to see him do, like, a Batman comic oh, or yeah, something. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Jonathan Hickman, yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way to read anything you do. Yeah. You know, no offense to you. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sure you're a fine person. And I'm sure he's not listening. <laughs> but, but, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I've heard, you know, like I said, I've heard Shield's really good, but yeah. I, I, I have to read and Two books that I didn't really care for. I, right. I'm sure I will never read Shield. So. Yeah, well, I also heard Nightly News was great too. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bummer. Yeah. So uh, excuse me. Speaking of uh, terrible comics, I was gonna say hopefully that you when you said you've read worse this week, hopefully that's not your next pick. <laughs> it was gonna be. Oh yeah, it was gonna be. Oh, you have a you had a Red Wing. Experience? I have a Red Wing experience. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I have had this comic. Well, I think I mentioned last week. I, I spent like a, a couple of days organizing a bunch of books, yeah. and I found uh, a series that I have owned probably since the early nineties mm-hmm. and have never read. Wow, ever. And it's a book that came out in the 80s. <laughs> so this is like 25, 30 years old here. Uh, it is about, uh, it is about 23 years old. Yeah. And so, like when I was digging through it, I said, you know, I, I've never read these. I this is going to be a pick. Uh, in fact, I've got like four stacks of books, uh, sitting next to my bed that like GURP. Potential future gutter trash picks. Sweet. Unless they end up like this. <laughs> uh, I was going to pick Havoc Wolverine Meltdown. Oh. Until I read it. <laughs> Is that, uh, Bolton? Who, who did that? John uh, John J. Muth and, uh, Kent Williams. Kent Williams. Both with, uh, Walt and Louise Simonson writing it. And I got through the first issue and said, this is really bad, but I'm going to power through. And then by the second issue, I said, there is no chance in hell that I am picking this book. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could barely make it through it. Oh. And uh, I, I skimmed issues three and four and feel pretty confident that... Uh, I may just burn these books. Oh, oh man. It's that bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, you totally could have got back, uh, at me with the evil or anything. And, uh, 
just read the first one and made me read the other ones. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. I've never read that. I've seen it, but I've never read it. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. It is not good. Is it too many cooks in the kitchen? There's four people. I don't think it, I don't know that it's that. It's mm. just a terrible story. It's horribly dated. I mean, like the first 20 pages of the first issue revolve around Chernobyl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's, you know, it's four double-sized books. I mean, they're they're like forty-eight pages each. Yeah, you know, prestige format. Uh, you know, and it's just so cheesily written. I mean, it is the. What do you think of terrible comics from the eighties? Like you know, just dialogue-wise, right. like like this is like the prime example oh. of it. Uh, well, that's too bad. You're just overtly narrated, overtly dialogued, uh, muddy art. You know, and I'm a, I'm not a huge fan, but I like John Muth and, uh, Kevin's. But, uh. Yeah, I like John Muth a yeah. lot. Kent Williams, I, I don't know much by him. Right. But yeah, a good artist. Though. Yeah. Uh, John Muth, he did the, uh, Pat. Ooh. Mystery play? Mystery play. Yeah. Mystery play. Grant Morrison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something else cool that he did. I think he did, did he do that M book? Were we talking about that? The, the adaption of M? The, yeah, he might have. Yeah. I think that was him. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. I, I think I like Kent Williams a little bit better because he did, uh, the fountain adaptation, didn't he? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I like his style better because it's a lot more exaggerated. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Dave McKeon stuff that's not super Collage-y. digitally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when he actually draws figures. Right. Yeah. So I like Kent Williams better. And he did the Wolverine sections of, of that book. Uh, hmm. And I like his rendition of Wolverine because he's kind of got a gut on him. Oh, yeah. And his hair is really weird. And when he draws the claws, they're all, like, weird and long Yeah, yeah. Like, I think he's really good. I really like his art. But, man, that story was fucking awful. Oh. <laughs> and Simonson's, they're pretty good, usually. They're all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, Thor? Yeah, yeah Star yeah. Jammers, Slimers. Star, star Jammers. Star Jammers? Slimers? I don't know. Jammers or Slimers. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, thanks for not... Making me read it. No problem. <laughs> Just like I didn't make you read the right, Red right. Uh, so yeah, so I had, uh, I, I had to add the last minute pick a different book. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh, which, uh, I read today. Oh, okay. So, cool. so I will, uh, pass those off to you. Uh, I mean, if you're ready for me to pick that, I don't know. Oh, yeah, go Maybe for it. Right? Yeah. Alright, so the next book that, uh, unless you veto, we'll hopefully be reading. Uh, at least I've already read it. I, well, if I veto, are you just gonna pick, uh, the Havoc Wolverine thing? I'm gonna have to. <laughs> okay, well then no veto. <laughs> uh, which will be weird because I already just spent 20 minutes talking about it. <laughs> and how much I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> So the next book, uh, where we will be reading for the next episode is The New York Five by Brian Wood and Ryan Kelly. Oh, cool. 
Is that the Vertigo thing? Yep. Okay. The one from just like a year or two ago? Uh, about, uh, it was this past year. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Alright. Down with that. Sounds a lot better to me than the Havoc Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, I think of the two, you would probably be more apt to enjoy <laughs> it. Alright. <laughs> <clears throat> Sweet. It, I know you, you like a good superhero story occasionally, but, yeah. uh, yeah. Occasionally, yeah. Having a Wolverine was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 1988, you didn't warn me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what, where, where were we at in 88? I was I like was 11. In the fifth grade. Yeah, so I bet you would have liked it then, maybe? No. No. Because I hated the art. Oh, okay. I can remember specifically. Yeah. Cause, uh, me and my, my comic friends back in, uh, in the fifth grade, uh, one of them went out and, uh, bought a bunch of X-Men books and he bought like issue three of Havoc and Wolverine and we were all flipping through it and it was like, why does this look so bad? This looks terrible. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think I've seen that miniseries in quarter boxes <clears throat> at about 40 different comic shops yeah. in my life. I am pretty sure I did not spend more than $2 on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, that's one of the ones that you're like, oh, look, there's, uh, the legacy of Superman. Yeah. There's, uh, X-Force number one, and there's Havoc and Wolverine Meltdown. <laughs> it's always in the quarter boxes. And like, any Batman comic that came out right around the time of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, the 1989 movie, because, right. People, everybody, everybody ordered a hundred right. copies. There's like, there's <sighs> like, there's like some that have Penguin on the cover, uh, the Penguin Affair, I think it is. Yeah. You see those in quarter boxes all the time too. So <clears throat> there's just, yeah, some, uh, permanent fixtures in the quarter boxes. Yep. <laughs> well, that's cool though. New York five. New York five. <clears throat> I'm down, I'm down. And hey, if, uh, if you've read Havoc and Wolverine and you love it, you uh, write to us and uh, defend it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let me know that it is worth reading because based on Eric's testimony, I will never pick it up. Even though I can read the whole series for a dollar at any comic shop in the nation. It's not worth it. (laughs) All right. Sweet. Well, I guess I'd better go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get up in like six hours. Six. This is not how this show works. Yeah, this is so weird. <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah, I don't have to get up early, but Jason does, of course. Uh, I just hope it doesn't snow tomorrow. I don't know. I was trying to keep it up. It was a little snow. There was a little snow on the Hopefully. ground when I came over here. Yeah. Hopefully that goes away. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that goes away. <laughs> right then. Well, uh, there. Well, thank you, sir. I'm no, going to no. take my red wing and go. Yeah. There. <clears throat> uh, yeah. And uh, Happy New Year's to everybody. Yes, hope, Happy New uh, Year's, people. Hope your 2012s are, uh, are are looking positive. And if you want to attend our Conan party. Of course. Uh, start beefing up. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll email you the details later. Bring your own axe. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we discussed this a little bit yesterday, but, uh, Conan with an axe, better than Conan with a sword. Yeah, I mean, like, his name has, usually has the, like, his logo has the sword, but, but I think of him more with an axe. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because uh, we both ended up drawing a Conan. Yeah. Um, and there's uh, well, it's, yeah, there's axes in the picture. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I think that's not revealing too much, but yeah. but uh, yeah. And we didn't know that each other were drawing Conan with axes, nope. so we just both kind of did that. <clears throat> uh, so, happy times. Happy times. Enjoy your day off. I will. Enjoy magic. Oh, I will. I got, <laughs> I got ten hours of it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, goodbye. Later. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>